Hello? Hi there. We're patients of Dr. Sadler's, and we've been looking for him. He seems to be missing. You guys had better come inside. Legs, you coming? Sure. I'll come check it out. Amber, Charlie, I see you brought a friend. Susan, is that Ms. you? Carlisle, what are you? Wait, you know her? Yeah, she's my boss. Oh, great. She's my boss, too. Miss Carlisle, how are you not freaked out about legs here? Did you know that there's giant half-spider, half-human centaur things living in the tunnels? Sure, we know about them. They're harmless, mostly. Hey. Look, I understand this might be a bit confusing. Oh, no shit, Susan. What are you doing here? And what is this place? It's a fancy medical institute hidden 12 stories below Sadler's office with fish? Look at the size of that fucking fish tank. I, I don't know much about fish, but those look fucking expensive. Who pays for the fish, Susan? This is The Imperfection. I don't know how you found this place. Lord knows we tried our best to keep it hidden. Guessing it has something to do with Marcello. You know about Marcello? Who's Marcello? He used to be a patient of Sadler's. He's very disturbed. Well, it's not a great word. He's very confused. That's not a lot better. He's a pain in my ass, that's what he is. But whatever, now that you're here, I guess it's time you heard the truth. Yeah, I think that's probably right, Susan. Come with me. Hey, stop that. Legs, did you eat the fish? Sorry. Oh, I don't think you should come. He's with me, got it? Yeah, he's with us. All right. All right, come on. Who are all these people? Why are they looking at us? They work for Sadler's Institute. Amber. Ah! Amber. Give me that phone, man. Stop. Give me the phone. You Stop it. You don't feel the spiders crawling up your nose? Amber, dude. It's all right, it's okay, I got you. Take a breath, breathe. Sorry about your phone. It's kind of a trigger for her. Forget the phone, this way. What the hell is this? As you can see, we've been keeping pretty close tabs on you, on all of Sadler's patients. The conditions you suffer from, these hallucinations, they're Significant, more significant than you know. Treating the condition has ramifications for all of humanity. Are we lab rats, Susan? No, no, definitely not. More like canaries in a coal mine. If we can't fix you, we may lose everything. Man, that sounds like total bullshit. 100. Hey, look, look at this. Each one of these stations is following one of Sadler's patients. That's Pauline, Sue Ellen, Hamish, and, oh, this one's me. Hi. How are you? I'm Charlie. Uh, hi. 
What's your name? I'm... I'm Enrique. You're great. Great. Nice to meet you, Enrique. I see you have some really nice shots up here on your screens. All 15 of them. Let's see. That's my apartment. That's my apartment, too. That's my bathroom. I'm naked in there. Wow, you guys are thorough. It's important that we capture every detail because even the most mundane act could be a brilliant gem of possible understanding. Who talks like that? Well, that's what Dr. Sadler says. Mm, yeah, well, he's not here right now, and as far as I can tell, you're just a high-tech panty thief who likes watching my boy do his business in the bathroom. Legs, eat him. Really? Can I? No. No. Okay, Enrique. You know what? You get a pass today. But you better watch yourself. This is super fucked up, Susan. You can't do this. That's my life. That's my private life. And there's just not much to see. Why? Why are you watching us? Dr. Sadler will explain. Come on. That's not good enough. I need some fucking answers. Wait. What? Let's go talk to Dr. Sadler. We can talk to him? Man, the man is AWOL, Miss Carlisle. El no está aquí. Come on, through here. We're not done, Enrique. Hey guys, you can't be in the same room with Dr. Sadler. He's been sick for a long time and his immune system is severely compromised. He's in a clean room on the other side of this glass. Dr. Sadler, are you up? Hey, Susan. Yeah, I'm here. Doctor, two of your patients are here, Amber and Charlie. Oh, good, great, glad to hear it. Hi, guys. And also, a specimen is here, with them. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, that's probably confusing. Specimen? Fucking racist. Dr. Sadler, are you okay? Well, you know it's not protocol for me to talk about myself, Amber. But I suppose we've kind of gone off the rails a bit as far as usual decorum goes, huh? But no, I'm not well. I'm sick. Uh, yeah, the 20 machines you plugged into kind of gave that away, Doc. Dr. Sadler... There's just a lot we don't understand right now. I know that, Charlie, I do. And I hate that this is how you're discovering. Well, that there's more to our work together than perhaps you were aware of. Susan, can you give us the room, please? Are you sure, Doctor? I think it's best. Of course. Charlie, Amber, I'll be right outside. When I found out you were coming, I suggested that we get the rest of the patients in here, too. It only seemed fair that they hear the situation firsthand, but we can't seem to find them right now. The arena has interfered with our systems substantially. I have to say, though, I really like the way you guys have supported each other through my absence. That's great, Dr. Sadler, but why didn't you contact us? We would have understood and none of this would have happened. Everything would be normal. Uh, you know I don't like that word, Charlie. Look, I'm all about positive language, but for real, Dr. Sadler? You're right. You're right. Okay, well, we're past that now, are we? Like I said, I wanted to tell everyone at the same time, but that's not realistic. 
too many variables. It's not a math equation. Oh, to you, it's not. But to me, there is a statistical angle to the whole problem that can't be ignored. And when Marcelo in the arena sabotaged us and confined me, well, that threw a very delicate procedure off kilter. I don't know if we can recover, honestly, but I need your help. Our help? Are you fucking joking? Clarence is dead. We almost ran out of meds, all because you didn't want to pick up your phone. It's not that simple. The arena thought about all of that. That's why I haven't been in contact. I have no line of communication with the outside world from in here. Of course I would have called. Of course I would have phoned in prescriptions. If I could have, I would have. Well, I'm not very convinced, Dr. Sadler. I just walked through a room with about a million dollars worth of surveillance equipment, so I'm pretty sure you could have sent an email. God damn it, we've been running around for two weeks looking for you. I have a life, you know, for a change. It was hard to get here, but God damn it, man. It's a life. I have a job so I can pay my fucking bills and, 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 and take a girl on a date. And I fought hard for that. I had a grip on reality and all that crazy shit that follows me around and I could put it all in a bucket and I could sort through it for the insane, broken, unnecessary shit that it is. There's a situation developing. Charlie was just having a breakthrough. Oh, am I interrupting? Oh, it's okay. Go on, Charlie. No, fuck you, Sadler, just fuck you. I think the moment has passed. I'm aware of the situation, Susan. Can you just cut the bullshit and tell us what's going on? Acute dementia from hypoocular cyclothymia. This is the condition that you have, that you all have. And we've talked about that how it degrades your senses at the same time as it disrupts the pathways that we use to negotiate the difference between reality and non-reality. It's so smart. It's so clever, the way it unbuckles you from reality. Jeez, Doc, we know, but that does not explain what's going on here with all of this. Right, right, I'm getting to that, Charlie. I'm getting to that. What we didn't tell you is that this disorder is not so rare, and it's not a disorder, <laughs> technically speaking. It's viral. It's a virus? Is it, is it contagious? Worse than contagious, Charlie. Every single human being on the planet already has the virus present in their amygdala, in their hippocampus. It's already there. When this was discovered, the CDC set up a task force funded by multiple governments. Right now, the team is led by Dr. Sadler. Our mandate is to find a cure. Or a mitigation. A way to keep the virus dormant. Because if this virus wakes up in the general population, can you imagine? Charlie? Amber? Can you even imagine the global breakdown that would ensue? Amber, how many phones have you smashed this year? 13, 14. So, just imagine. Multiply those disruptions, those misunderstandings and confusion by the entire population of the planet. And what are you left with? The utter and complete disintegration of modern society. I know this seems like a terrible invasion of your privacy and that you've been lied to and violated in ways that must have a terrible impact on you. 
but we are literally trying to save the world. Why couldn't you just tell us? We would have helped. Imagine if that information got out. If the whole population of the planet found out they were infected with a dormant virus that causes you to lose grip on reality. That's almost as bad as having the virus become active. Yeah, I can see it would be bad if that information got out, but that does not explain legs here. Wow, man, I don't have anything to do with this. I'm finding that hard to believe. We've known about this virus since the 50s, the heart of the Cold War. But we didn't know what it was or how to handle it or how to test for it. By the mid-90s, when we were starting to understand genetics, some of my predecessors noticed that the weakest part of the human DNA, the part most susceptible to the virus, was very strong in certain spiders. So legs here is a government experiment? Uh, I could have told you that. Yeah, well, now that I'm saying it out loud, it seems pretty fucking obvious. Well, not to me. I'm just a guy, you know? Living my life doing spider stuff. Totally normal. Whoa, this is probably a pretty heavy moment for you, huh, legs? Well, fuck yeah, it is. I'm kind of pissed. My people have a whole history, a proud history. I guess it's all just a lie. Oh, it's okay, buddy. Really, we're, we're all lab rats too. You're not alone. I can't believe I'm just an experiment. That didn't even work. Susan, we have a problem. I'm on it. Stay here, guys. I'll be right back. Early on in the trials, as we discovered the virus and how it was manifesting, we had a few more patients than we have now. One of them discovered how closely they were being monitored and reacted. Well, they didn't like it. No shit. The arena. Exactly. One patient in particular, he couldn't be consoled. He couldn't get his head around the idea that we had a mission that was bigger than him. So he broke away from the study brought a few of the other patients with him. Mind you, these are sick people. With a tenuous grasp on reality, we didn't think they posed much of a threat. Well, that's a little condescending. Okay, so you have a few sick patients who think you guys have done them wrong and they want to help us, the other patients, get free of the trial, the study, or whatever you call it. Right, but when they broke off, we didn't know yet how dangerous, how pervasive this virus is, which means they don't know either. So they've been coming for us, trying to expose us and shut us down. But that's because they think this is some big pharma experiment or human trial or something, which sounds nefarious and terrible. If it was even a little bit true, I'd be on their side. <laughs> Come on. But they don't understand what's really at stake. Don't you see? If they succeed, then the whole planet may pay the price. Shut the door. Help me, goddammit. I got it. Susan, you are bleeding. Have you been shot? It's nothing, don't worry about it. Dr. Sadler, we need to move. Are you uploading the data? Yes, we're 80% there. We began the recovery protocol as soon as there was a breach. Charlie? Amber? Guys, it's Marcelo. I know you're in there. Oh, fucking great. These tunnels are filthy. Doesn't anyone tidy up down here? Well, it doesn't look like they've been used that much. 
Well, I see footprints in the dust. Look. Look at that. You're like Sherlock Holmes, only way hotter. Stan Smith's men's. Probably a 10 or 11. I'd know that soap pattern anywhere. I used to play tennis when I was a kid. I was pretty good. Well, I never took you for the athletic type. Well, it doesn't really show anymore, but I do like to compete. Yeah, I can see that. Plus, look at these guns. Damn. Oh, nice one. Do you hear that? Yeah, up ahead. Sanjana, kya re mera pehla? Ah, mera Sanjana. Ah! Excuse me, don't run. I don't mean to scare you. Oh God, it's you. Mahmood? From the pharmacy? Is that you? You guys are really hell-bent on ruining my life, aren't you? What are you talking about? Look, I tried to help you guys out. And now they're after me. I have to hide down here. Who's after you? The arena. And those guys are hardcore, man. Don't you have an apartment or friends you can stay with? No, of course not. I had a factory stall where I kept some stuff, but if I go back there... I'm sorry, but I really don't understand. What did you do to try to help us? You were kind of an asshole. Well, that's just because Charlie's a dick. Hey now, Charlie's a nice guy, okay? I'm with Hamish on this one, Mahmood. Charlie's a good person. A little tense, but whatever. It was Marcelo. Fucking guy, so convincing. Marcelo, the leader of the arena? Yeah, the arena. Fuck. Why do we always have to fall for arrogant guys with issues? Tell me about it. Exactly what kind of issues are you talking about? Uh, he's batshit. Like 100% crazy pants. But he's charming, you know? He's got that smile and those eyebrows. I'm a sucker for good eyebrows. I know. I think we're in a hurry. We have to go and help our friends. Hamish is right, we don't have a lot of time. What are you guys doing down here anyway? Well, Charlie and Amber went into the inventor's basement. Oh, shit. We don't think they're safe down there and we need to get in. <laughs> Not a good idea. What do you mean? I mean, the arena are going in. They want to take Sadler out for good. What? Marcelo was using Charlie to get inside. And it's the only way he can turn Sadler off. What do you mean, turn him off? Kill him. Terminate him. <laughs> you get it. Well, that sounds bad on a ton of levels. Pauline, it's go time. Mahmood, we can't let Charlie and Amber get caught in the crossfire here. I know there's a way into the inventor's basement from here, and you're going to show us. Let's go. There's a way in. I'm sure there is. But I don't know what it is. This is where they sent the drugs from, to the pharmacy. And sometimes I'd meet them at the Chinese restaurant to pick up. You were getting our meds directly from Sadler? Yeah, and that's why Marcelo contacted me. I slipped in placebos for the new meds to get you guys off that shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, what? Marcelo told me Sadler was using the drugs to keep you guys crazy so you'd be easier to control. Fuck me. Let's move, Pauline. Mahmood, you're coming with us. The fuck I am? You guys are on your own. I'm staying away from you. You're bad for my long-term plans, man. Fuck you. Hamish, let's go. Mahmood, one day you're gonna look back at this moment and you'll know, truly, deeply know, that you're a spineless, bottom-feeding piece of shit. Okay, great. You enjoy being a sanctimonious prick for the 18 minutes of your life you have left before those arena guys shoot you in the face. You know what, Mahmood? Your sneakers are stupid.
Ah, oh, fucking great. No, seriously, who's Marcelo? He's the leader of the arena. He's the line cook from Red Lobster. Can he get me more fish? Susan, you are really bleeding, dude. How are you still standing? Girl, come sit down. I'm fine, really. It doesn't even hurt. Dr. Sadler, we need to initiate exfiltration procedures. What are you, fucking SEAL Team 6? The upload is complete, Susan. I'll meet you at the rendezvous. You're good to go. Sounds good. Susan! Susan! Shit, guys, I think she's dead! Shit! Oh, no pulse. She, she is, she's dead. Did she just die on command? Guys, guys, listen up. We're outside, but the room is locked down. We can't get in unless you let us in. But you need to know, what Sadler's telling you isn't the truth. It may seem rational, it may seem like the pieces fit, but I swear to you, he has another agenda entirely. Don't listen to him. I can get you out of here. We can get the study back on track and maybe, just maybe, we can save the world. Doctor, you've been good to us. Uh, well, I think you have. It's pretty hard to say right now. But for the most part, you've been solid. Thanks, Amber. Cool, cool. But right now, Doctor, we're in the crossfire of some kind of big pharma corporate gang war, and I'm not down, man. I don't know what you were doing with the hidden cameras and the facial recognition hoo-ha and all that shit, but we got pressing immediate concerns, like getting the fuck out of here. She's right, Doc. We can figure out the truth later, but right now we gotta... There's no later, Charlie. You have to make a choice right now. Who do you believe is on your side? Sadler, the man who's been lying to you, drugging you, telling you you're crazy for years? Or us, who guided you towards the truth? Open the door, Charlie. Open that door. Door. Door, door. Wait a fucking second. What is it? Dr. Sadler, how'd you get in that room? Uh, what do you mean? I mean, I'm looking through this glass window at you, right? Hi, that's me, I'm waving. Uh, hello? But there's no door. You're lying in a bed in a hospital room with no door. There's a door, you just can't see it. All I do all goddamn day is sit and watch a door, Dr. Sadler. I know doors. I'm like the leading motherfucking authority on all things door-related. Legs, you got spidey senses or whatever. Is there a room over there? Nope. Legs, hand me... Hand me Susan's phone right there. Here you go. Charlie, stand back, bro. Do it. Well, fuck me. It wasn't a window. It was a screen. A TV screen! It was just more tricks, more lies. I knew you could see through that bullshit. I knew you could. I'm sorry I can't be there with you, Amber. Charlie, it's just, uh, it's not possible right now. I thought if you could see me, it might help you put your trust in me, in the Institute. I hoped it might help you make the right choice. Now, trust is something we value, Sadler. I think we value trust more than we value our own sanity. Sandler hasn't told you the truth. Not once. Not for one fucking second. And we can fight back. We know how. We have a plan. And you can help the arena take the Institute down for good. Amber, I think. I'm not much of a team sports kind of guy. Me either. What are sports? Don't worry about it. Oh, man, are you peeing? What? No. 
No, I'm not peeing. I'm sending a message to my family. What kind of message? It means, hey, I'm in danger and I could really use a hand. That shit is cool. I wish I could pee and do that. It's not pee, man. Come on. Guys, open up. Let's talk. Well, is there another way out of this room? I don't see anything. Legs, is there another way out? Well, I smell something from this wall over here, but it's solid. And there's a lot of those arena guys out there, like a lot. So we're fucked? Totally. Super fucked. Hey everybody, Bill is the Imperfection, episode eight. Written and directed by Alex Kim. This episode features performances by Patty Wilkins, Dicey Douglas, Adam Sinclair, Rain Valdez, Eric Orgiaco, Yash Noonan, Jen Christopher, Alex Kemp, and Jarrett Sakri as Dr. Sadler. Nice to finally meet you. The Imperfection is produced by Toby Lawless and Winnie Kemp, recorded at Wolf of the Door Studios in Venice, California. Production assistance by Sabine Pooks and Noah Sauer. Thanks, guys. Sound design by Josh Falcon and original score by Alex Kim. Stay tuned for next week. It's the season finale of The Imperfection. Marcelo and the Arena present a completely different, uh, equally plausible explanation for all the insanity that's going on. And also we get to meet Leg's cousin, who for some reason is British? I, I don't understand. Okay, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello! Contact Day is in but a few short months, which means it is time to begin preparations for the Bi-Decennial Festival. This year, we are celebrating every single one of you living in my it is not our business to question the Queen's will. It is not our business to do anything but follow it. It is you and your loyalty that has laid the groundwork for this incredible utopian society that we seek for. Do you have any idea what's going on with us? It is the duty of each and every one of you to do everything you can to make the festival a success this year. Are you ready? to speak kindly with me now, child. I have no doubt that this year will be one for the history books, and that will be due in no small part to the dedication of my adoring <laughs> Windfall, a dystopian science fiction podcast from Rogue Dialogue.